whether we're talking about business, wellness, travel, or relationships. I've always thought age is just a number. Welcome to Ageless with me, Cynthia Rowley, and my daughter, Kit Keenan. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Ageless. So it's just Kit and Cynthia again this week, and we have a fun episode today all about body image and confidence. So we are excited to jump right in. So first things first, we have a big week this week because it's the CFDA Awards and you're going. Yeah. And you are wearing the most, guys, I just saw her try it on the most incredible full suit. It's almost like if you guys have seen those kind of like workout suits that have been trending, it's like a onesie with legs and long sleeves, but it's skin tight, all silver sequins. (laughs) And you look like the hottest superhero ever. (laughs) I don't know what I was thinking when I decided I was going to wear that, but I think it'll be fun to wear. I am so excited. I will post photos on the Ageless Instagram so you guys can see. But I guess it kind of just like sparked this concept of body positivity, a healthy body image at every age in every stage of life. And looking at you in that silver cat suit (laughs) just made me think about like... It's basically like I'm naked. Basically, you're you're walking on the red carpet. Like as naked. if I sprayed my naked body with silver paint. Yeah. So when I asked you guys on Instagram, a lot of people were talking about body confidence at every age. And I guess I wanted to ask you first off, like, obviously, you've had two kids. You still look incredible. And I think you do have a really good relationship with food and your body. And that is definitely such a good example for Gigi and I. So I want to jump in. Like, What keeps you so confident in yourself at every age? And what do you do to keep looking your best and feeling your best, most importantly? I always joke that my autobiography is going to be called Gravity is My Enemy because like if I take a picture doing a handstand and then flip it over, like everything's right in place. <laughs> like It's all, you know, like up and perky and, you know, so it's just something that I have, you know, my body has changed over the years in a lot of ways. I think it's almost better in in some ways, because I'm working out more, eating better, sleeping, trying to reduce my stress level. So I think that that those are all things that have contributed to looking a little bit better. But I've learned to accept my age. I've learned that in my mind, I still want to wear super really short skirts. Wait, you do know. you want to tell them the story? I'm scared. What story? About Sarah Hoover's dress. Oh, <laughs> I borrowed a dress from my, I borrowed a Paco Rabanne dress from my friend 
because I was going to a Gatsby party. And this is like on Memorial Day this year. So it was when things were just opening up. And so, of course, I was like, I am going to go all out for this. And I saw her post this dress and I was like, I need to borrow this dress. And it's silver metal circles all sort of chained together. And if you guys know Sarah Hoover, nothing's ever too short for her. So she's way taller than me too. And I borrowed this dress. It was so short and I couldn't really figure out what to wear underneath it. Because it's like a chain link dress, guys. Like there's nothing. It's basically like a mesh dress. Yeah. Like metal discs, silver metal discs. So I wore something on the bottom, but I just decided it was easier to kind of go commando on top. And later I saw a picture. (laughs) Actually, I didn't, I I looked at the picture, but I didn't really look at the picture. And then the Vogue editor that put it up texted me and she was like, I don't know how you feel about that picture. It looks great, but there is a little nip slip there. And I was like, oh, no. And then I looked and I was like, well, whatever. It is what it is. So if you really zoom in, (laughs) you can see a total nip slip, which means I was walking around all night like that, I guess. But I don't know. I just, you know, I love fashion. I love clothes. And I don't want to be like wearing something that is in any way kind of dowdy. And the only thing I don't do is I don't wear vintage because it, sometimes it looks like I haven't cleaned out my closet. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I just think like you are so confident in your body and you have the best style and you are willing to take risks with your, you know, with your style and with your wardrobe choices. So it's like, I think it just goes to show that like there's no age where you can or can't wear something and then sometimes well, I you'll see- never see me in a slip dress let's put it that way <laughs> bear tops are not my friend well i, I mean i know and, that and regardless be everyone up has top. i'll do something that's really fitted on the bottom but i just like i know that's not a good look but that's with everyone at any age. Most people have stuff where they feel more confident in one thing or more confident in another, like a different shape. So I just think that's like, that's for everyone. You know, I don't like really how slip dresses look on me either, but I love a poofy sleeve, you know, <laughs> like, I feel like that's like, everyone has their things. And I think that's okay. Like, you don't have to feel like, I can wear any shape or anything like wear what makes you feel the most confident, you know? Yeah. And I'm sure everything looks amazing on you and it's probably in your head, but like, well, thanks, but I don't think so, but that's okay. I know what works, what doesn't work. I mean, for me, it's more like a sort of body neutrality mentality where everything works. Mm -hmm. You know, I love sports as everybody knows, like, and it all works. And until things start stop working, you know, I have a hip replacement or something. <laughs> then, you know, it. maybe I'll, I'll uh, 
change that more, but it's really more like about the physicality mm-hmm. of my body and knowing that I feel good. And so when you feel good, you want to look good. And when you look good, you feel good. So it's kind of like a mm-hmm. a full circle there. I also think there is becoming like there, there are more role models in that space now. Like you brought up somebody um, who was in Sports Illustrated that you really... Oh, Paulina Poroskova. Well, I have to give Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition such kudos for them really taking a stance on all different body shapes, curvy, older. They had Paulina Poroskova in an issue a couple of years ago. And I think that was the first time. And I think she was 54 mm-hmm. and she looked amazing, mm-hmm. but you know, it's definitely, you know, she looked kind of her age. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, that's what you just have to accept it and hope that other people accept it. Mm-hmm. And I'm on the beach a lot and wearing wetsuits and swimsuits and I know it's, I don't look like I'm 25 or 30 or, you know, I just kind of go with it and I'm happy that I can do the, the physical things that mm-hmm. I can do. I think it is a really good point to think about less about what your body looks like in comparison to like Instagram models or figures that you see in media all the time and think about what my body can do for me because I gain a lot of confidence from that. But I do want to touch on like this point of how your body changes as you get older. Cause I think for people my age, I know myself and a lot of my friends, we've had to come to terms with we're in our twenties now and the body changes so much from your teens to your twenties. And like, you're really coming into your adult body And I think that can be really hard. But the biggest thing here is like not comparing yourself to an old version of yourself that I can really fall into that trap sometimes, like looking at old pictures or whatever. But I think comparing yourself to an old version of yourself, especially in pictures, it's like those are probably the best pictures that you chose to post on Instagram and the best lighting where you look the absolute best or you thought you looked the absolute best. And so it's like, there's absolutely no point in comparing yourself now, your real self that like changes every day, let alone every year to an old version of yourself, because like, there's no way to go back to that person. So it's like trying to work on what's going to make you feel good in your skin today. I would just say like another big thing that we were asked about is body image and how that relates to the fashion industry. And I think I can really speak on that because I was raised in the fashion industry and it definitely affected how I looked at myself because growing up, like going to shows and always being in fittings, like I thought when I got older I thought as a child that when I grew up, I would look like a model. <laughs> like I genuinely thought like, well, you do. Oh, oh my petite God. Model. <laughs> petite. Thank you. I'll take it. But I, I thought like adults look like that, you know, like 
people in their 20s look like models. Like they're, they're all tall, they're all thick, thin, like whatever. And when I got to be a teenager slash like, yeah, when I was in high school, I was like, wait a minute, why isn't this happening? Like, why aren't I growing anymore? I pretty much stopped after like, I don't know, eighth grade. So that was definitely a reality check. But I just think that like, for me, it has been really helpful to see how the industry has become more inclusive. And obviously there's so much more work to do in that space. But I would say like finding people online, people that I could follow on Instagram, TikTok now, um, that have a similar body type to me has been so helpful because when I see them rocking like a certain style or a certain outfit or whatever, I'm like, oh, you know, maybe I could try that. And that looks so amazing on them. So I think like having good examples of people to follow that have a similar body type to you is amazing. And that has been like absolutely game changing for me. So I would absolutely suggest that you guys all find people that have a similar body type to you and just like are confident in their clothing choices and like what they post and whatever. Cause that has been amazing for me and like building my confidence, seeing other people with a similar shape. Well, and I always try to use older models and shows. Mm -hmm. My friend Leilani Bishop, who's in her forties, she was in a, in my shows in the nineties and she came back and did a show in her forties. And I love that. And we had Janelle in the show this season. And I had a woman in her seventies in a show. Mm -hmm. And I just think that that's like something that should be celebrated. Totally. Totally. I agree. So I, I want to jump into like confidence in general, because I think for me, there was a time when my self-confidence was almost entirely tied to how I looked. And now I feel like I've begun to kind of switch that confidence away from my appearance and especially how my body looks because I've accepted that it changes. So I want to hear from you, where do you find confidence outside of how you look? Oh, see, that's really good because I think everyone must feel like that, like this. But, you know, when you're having sort of a bad time in your life or things aren't going exactly how you hoped they would, I mean, those are the times I think I felt like, oh, I look bad. I look terrible. Somebody I know used to say, it's not your hair. Every time I I would be like, something bad would happen, I'd cut my hair. And then he would tell me, it's not your hair, it's your life. Like, just get your life back on track and you're going to feel like you look great the way you are, mm-hmm. you know? And I just think when I'm excited about new things and being able to be creative inevitably I feel better about the way I look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. It's, or I guess you just don't care as much. I think it's like 
it's it's maybe it's a distraction you know because you're not focused on like you know me 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 and you know you think you have to make yourself perfect when really what you really should be working on is what you're doing Mm -hmm. and what you're excited about and the future and not really thinking so much inwardly but outwardly yeah I think also when I've been in times when I'm like more focused on my body in a negative way I think it really does it has come back to control for me And when there's other aspects of my life that I feel in control of, and I feel like I'm accomplishing my goals. Yeah. Again, I guess I just like am more distracted, which I don't know if that's like a bad thing, but I think it's just like, I feel I put my self-worth elsewhere besides my appearance. And that is what, that's what helps me be more confident in my appearance, I guess, because I'm just like, well, I have so much else to show for myself, you know, and friends and family and all those things and good food and good times and Mm -hmm. travel and all those things, I think, feed your Mm self-esteem in a sort of indirect way. Yeah. And I would just say like, for me, because not only did I grow up in the fashion industry, but I've also chosen to work for myself on social media full time. It's like seeing pictures of myself all the time can get definitely like, it's a hard, you know, reality check when you're like, oh my God, I thought this outfit looked amazing on me or like whatever it is. And then you like see yourself in a picture and you're like, I don't know if I love that. And so like, In those cases, I think it's like thinking about all that I've accomplished in those moments makes me feel, I guess, a little bit better about how I look and knowing like, you know, I tried wearing something outside of my comfort zone or like whatever it was. That's what I was going to say, like taking risks in fashion, well, in all parts of your life, but taking risks in fashion, I think does kind of make you, it gets you out of a rut or it gets you mm-hmm. thinking about your self in a, in a different new way. Mm-hmm. It might not always work and it might be like not great looking, but, <laughs> but or you I think so. Yeah. I just think it's a, I think it's good to always keep experimenting and evolving and taking risks. Mm-hmm. I'm a risk taker. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And I wanted to talk about also a little bit in the realm of self-confidence. I haven't really talked about this anywhere else, but recently, so I think you guys all know, like I made this promise to my community on Instagram that I was not going to use filters because I think they're damaging and I don't edit any of my photos. And I made this like hardcore promise. Like you guys will not see that on my page. And then recently I have been dealing with a lot of like skin issues. I've been having really bad breakouts. 
and just like not feeling confident in my skin, which is, this is definitely a first for me. I've never really, like I've had like a pimple here or there, but I've never had like consistent breakouts. And it was a huge knock to my self-confidence and my self-esteem. And I think like there were times when I was just like, oh, I kind of like, I want to show up and like talk to my Instagram stories or whatever it is, but I am not going to use a filter. And I feel like I can't show up like this because people don't want to see my skin looking bad. What was really helpful, and I'm talking in past tense because I think it has gotten a little bit better, but what was really helpful when it was really bad was I saw a TikTok of a girl putting on makeup and like the starting image was her with a lot of breakouts. And at the end, obviously she looked so beautiful. She looked so beautiful in the beginning, but she looked so beautiful with her makeup on and you could still see that her skin was textured and it wasn't like flawless, perfect, smooth perfection, but she looked incredible. And I am working with a makeup brand and I had to do a video with them. I kept pushing it off, pushing it off, pushing it off because I didn't want to film when my skin wasn't perfect. And eventually the deadline came around and I was like, you know what? I'm going to film this video with not my perfect skin, not my quote unquote usual skin or the skin that I'm used to, which is pretty clear. And I filmed the video and I'm sure you guys will see that. And, you know, I'm a little bit scared to post it because I feel like I have to be perfect online a lot of the time. But I hope that when I post it, somebody will see it that was in the situation that I was when I saw the girl post her video. And I hope that that brings somebody some confidence to, you know, look at themselves and say, I still look beautiful, even if I'm breaking out or I'm having skin issues or whatever. And I know it's not exactly body confidence, but I think it's confidence in general where it's like, I was looking back at videos of my skin when we were in LA and I was like, oh my God, it was flawless. Like I was coming on stories literally every day, just bare face, completely no makeup or whatever, talking and like just not thinking twice about it. Um, And I was comparing myself now to that old version of myself. And then I had to take a step back and be like, that's not what I look like right now. And I need to be honest with that because I I made a promise to show you guys like all the versions of myself. And that doesn't mean that like some days I'm just when it's really bad or when I'm not really not feeling it, I'm just not going to come on because that's also like I've also I need to protect my like energy sometimes. And if I'm getting hate comments on how I look like I'd rather not. But I guess it's just like, it's a similar case with body image where it's like, I had to take a step back and stop thinking about an old version of myself that was idealized in my head. Well, I just think so many people being so brave and proud on social media has helped every age, every body shape, every Mm -hmm. flaw and every 
I hate even calling them flaws, but everything that's different, Mm -hmm. you know, than the ideal. And I think just seeing that gives everyone much more acceptance Mm -hmm. about themselves. And I would also say like a lot of times the stuff that you're seeing, especially like with the skin talk, like a lot of stuff that you're seeing is probably airbrushed or shot in a certain way, not to see like any, any blemishes or anything like that. So that's just like a good reminder to tell yourself. And I have like, I've definitely learned a lot about like how much my confidence is invested in my appearance in the past few months because I've been like dealing with this skin stuff. I don't know. It it just really has made me think about like trying to separate that as much as possible and still go out and be happy and be social and whatever, even when I like feel not so confident in my appearance. And I guess that's like what this whole episode is about. But I think also like a big part of this all is compliment culture and how that has changed our relationship with ourselves in terms of like our relationship with our outer appearance and how it affects like our self-esteem in general. Okay. This is something I noticed and I really want to talk about this because I think it's great. I noticed strangers on the street, they'll be like, Oh, I love your look. Oh, I love your, I love those pants. I love those. And it's such a, I really think it's due to social media that people feel like they can just compliment everyone. And it's so nice. It makes me feel so good. I literally like if I'm walking out of the house in the morning and somebody says, oh, I love that sweater. I love that. I love the way you look. It's such a nice way to like make someone feel great. You know, it's such a, and I really think, should you compliment their physicality in some way, their face, their body, whatever. Maybe not. I think that's a big... Well, that's kind of becoming like a big... But style, yes. I think that's cool. I think it just, it makes you feel more confident. Well, I I would just say, yeah, on on the complimenting appearance thing, like I've seen a lot of posts in the past year or so about like non physical compliments. And I think your example of like complimenting someone's outfit or their style or like how they put, you know, a look together is such a great non-physical compliment. And I think that like reverting to those compliments, like I love your hair or I love your dress or the way you are wearing two different colored sneakers is so sick or whatever it is. Like, I think it's great. I think it's great. I mean, especially like, the way I look in the morning when I leave the house, I feel like I, most of the times I look like hell, but I'm just like running out, jumping on a city bike, whatever. But like when someone feels, it's feeling their confidence too, to be able to say, I love this. To just know? talk to a stranger. Yeah. Compliment a stranger. Compl- I want to start like a hashtag compliment a stranger on social because I just feel like it's such a positive thing. Like there's nothing negative about Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. And I would say like, 
in terms of explaining the non-physical comments or compliments thing, I've just seen that like a lot of times if you're constantly complimenting someone like on their body or their beauty or how clear their skin is or whatever, then when they feel as though those things are changing or they're not perfect or whatever in their heads, that can become super damaging. So I style is ageless. Style is ageless regardless of how you think you look that day. Like it doesn't have to do with money either. Yeah. It really is just like about, about style and like about how you look. And there's so many other non-physical compliments. Like I really appreciate you being there for me all the time. Or like, you're such a great friend or you're such a great mom or I mean, it's basically gratitude. Yeah, exactly. And I love that. And I think that that culture, that compliment culture has definitely come from social media and like commenting on everything all the time. Love that. (laughs) So I, yeah, I definitely think that's where it comes from. On the topic of non-physical compliments, I brought up a list for you guys. And I think this is just something really good to keep in the back of your head when you're meeting new people or just talking to old friends or whatever. So I appreciate you. I love your energy. Thank you for your presence. You're so kind. I really admire your adventurous spirit. I constantly learn from you. You make me feel so fabulous. You're such a good listener. I always feel heard. So I love those. And I hope you guys can dish those out to some amazing people in your life because it's such, it feels so rare sometimes on social media to get a non-physical compliment. It's such an easy thing to do to, I guess, just draw attention to the value that others bring to you that's non-physical. And I would say also like, what I said before, my one of my top tips for being confident in my body specifically is following people with a similar body type because I think it's just like having a good example of somebody who rocks like what they're wearing and how they look, et cetera. Yeah, I think having being able to identify who you are and who your role models are exactly. in that regard. And I would say another thing that has helped me a lot is like for the social media stuff, posting things that aren't directly related to how I look. So when I really committed to sharing recipes on my Instagram, like I, I noticed so much that like my self-confidence was definitely like it became more solid, I guess, because when I meet people, oftentimes they'll be like, yeah, I love your style or you're so cute or whatever. But the biggest thing I get is like, I love your recipes and I love making them for my family or my friends or like whatever it is. And having that value, like so outwardly on my social media has helped me so much because I'm like, okay, I'm not just here is like I'm not just here as a pretty (laughs) face yeah I guess so that has been like super helpful and I think like even if you're not on social media you can find 
like find that one thing that you feel so proud of that has nothing to do with how you look. What is that one thing that's like your passion or your hobby or whatever it is that it's like not related at all to what value do you bring to your friends, to your family, to your community, to yourself that has nothing to do with your appearance. And like, once you find that one thing, it's so much easier to just be like proud of that one thing and be like, okay, that's how I add value besides how I look. What's your one thing? It's my recipes. It's my cooking. Oh yeah. Maybe mine is my energy. Definitely your energy. (laughs) And like all of your clothes that bring people so much confidence when they wear them. So you're like passing on the baton of confidence, which we love. Yeah, I hope this little chatty episode was helpful for you guys. I think we covered a lot, but there's so much more to talk about on this topic. So let us know if you like this episode and we can't wait to hear from you. See you next week. Hope you guys love this episode and thanks so much to Ginny Media for our audio production. All right. So I'm so happy that you guys got to listen to our stories today. As always, you can follow us on social media and keep up with our work and our crazy adventures. Then you can follow us on Instagram at Cynthia Rowley and at Kit Keenan. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 